I'm Peter Hernandez, and I've been in the real estate industry for 50 years as an agent, president, and founder of a brokerage. You're listening to The Core Truth, a collection of my experience, knowledge, and advice for real estate agents and executives to take their career to the next level. Welcome to The Core Truth. I'm your host, Peter Hernandez, and today I have Seth Nelson, top Orange County agent out of our Newport Beach, Douglas Elliman office on our call today. So welcome, Seth. It's great to have you. Oh, my friend, it's so good to be here. I love chopping it up with you. We always have great, great conversations, great content, meaningful content. Um, You're such a genuine human being, and I always love uh, chatting with you. So thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't actually see you more often because I feel the same way, Seth. And every time I come down to Newport Beach, it's such a pleasure to hang. Um, Well, why don't we start off today just by uh, giving everybody kind of the insight on Seth, like how you got into real estate, maybe what you did before, just a little bit about you as a person and how you got Mm -hmm. into the real estate business. Yeah, of course. So um, I actually dropped out of college um, at uh, at 19. Uh, I was looking uh, looking for a summer job uh, in between sophomore year and uh, junior year of college at University of Minnesota. A friend of mine was selling cars and he said, Seth, man, I'm killing it. Money is so good. And I thought, okay, well, I'm looking for a summer job. So I went and worked at at a Jeep dealership. And in that summer, I made $60,000, was the number one salesperson for all three months of summer. Uh, I realized I had um, kind of a knack and just a natural wherewithal to, to work with humans and just be a, the art of sales is just chatting with people. And I just loved it. Um, And so I ended up just not even going back to school. BMW recruited me, worked there for a year. And then I realized this is great, but I'm not going to be a car salesman for the rest of my life. But what I, what I learned is I love the process of selling. And what I mean by selling is I love the process of just meeting people and having meaningful conversations with people. And that ultimately led to them buying the product that you were selling. And so I thought, well, geez, the commissions, if I'm making this kind of money now at 19, 20 years old, uh, the commissions in real estate are that much bigger. So I got my real estate license at 20 years old, worked for a a boutique firm in Minneapolis that specialized in new development, the conversions of warehouses into condos, uh, new development, high rise product. And um, it was, it was amazing. It was a blessing. Um, the owner of the company is now still a dear friend of mine, and he really gave me an opportunity and opened a door. Um, but I also had to ask for opportunities, and I found that to be a, a, to, to be a part of the process through my whole career is not being afraid to ask for opportunities because when you're young and new in the business, it's hard. It's like the chicken and the egg. It's like people want to hire somebody with experience, but you can't get the experience unless you have the experience. And so it was always a challenge. Uh, and my friend Clark really uh, gave me an opportunity, put me on some projects that allowed me to sell some product, get some experience under my belt and earn some money. And so that's where the career started, built it up, ultimately ended up selling some of the most prominent homes in Minneapolis, St. Paul. My family realized that living in you know the frozen tundra wasn't the lifestyle that we wanted to live. And so in 2012, we, we took a major family risk to pursue a better opportunity, better weather, and moved out to Laguna Beach where um, I didn't know one person. I didn't know one. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anyone. I just knew that I loved it out here. 
and we would do anything to make it happen. It was a big struggle. Um, and it was a humbling experience because I went from one of the top uh, agents in the state of Minnesota to essentially being the lowest on the totem pole in California the day I moved here and just having to work my way up. And so I just, I put the the nose down and the blinders on and just focused one transaction and one deal at a time. Wasn't afraid to ask for help from people out here to give me opportunities, uh, introduce me to the right people that can help open doors. And here I am now, um, you know, helping lead uh, a really amazing team, the Eklund Gomes team here in Orange County and uh, and in Nevada, Las Vegas market as well. So um, it's been a journey, my friend, 23 years. Wow. wow. I mean, that is a journey. I mean, from Minneapolis to Laguna, I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you're going from Laguna to San Diego. I mean, it, it, it's difficult, even with some real estate skill and experience in your back pocket switching locations especially to a location like laguna beach or newport beach where you you work is like literally entering the super bowl of real estate i mean it's the most expensive competitive luxury market practically on the planet and here you are a young minnesotian coming in uh brand new probably still pretty young you know having to break into this 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 market what was that like what would you share with people um that want to maybe switch markets or move into a higher price range how 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 should they like think about it and what should they actually do to make yeah. that happen i mean you said you put your head down you we get that work hard i mean that goes yeah. without saying but what other things can you tell us yeah i mean it, i definitely underestimated the challenge it was going to be um and and i never challenged the work ethic i could put in but what i underestimated was how competitive this market was i in the twin cities in minnesota how business is conducted and how you meet clients and work with people is very different. I thought that would translate no matter where I went. Um, And what I, what I underestimated was the consumer out here and how important it was for them to have brand name, uh, big names, experience in the area. And so it was very humbling. Um, And I just could not get in the door, Peter. I knew if I got in the door, I could talk the talk and walk the walk, but getting in the door was a really big challenge. And so um, so I encourage anyone going to a new market to find somebody that can help plug you in to brand name, because that's ultimately what I had to do. Uh, I found a, a an agent that had some tenure, had experience. His name was recognizable. And I just went tail between my legs and said, hey, here's the deal. I'm not new to the game, but I'm new to the area. Uh, I will work hard. Let me utilize and let me leverage your name to get in the door. And I promise you, I will bring business to the table and I will grow the business. And so he said, oh, great. Uh, I want to work my way into Laguna Beach. That's where you live. Let's do it. And that was the recipe, Peter, that ultimately uh, bred success was simply me just utilizing and leveraging an existing name to get in the door. And then that just started to spawn more and more. Then I got in another door and another one. And pretty soon the name of Seth Nelson started to be more recognized right. in the marketplace. And so it just takes some patience. Um, and certainly if I was to go to any new market now, I would go right to one of the market leaders and say, look, mm-hmm. you, you're admired. You have garnered a real reputation in this industry and where you are. Let me work with you for some time, let me bring value to you. Um, and in return, 
you're going to get value from them as well for what they've curated and built over that time. Well, here, here, here's the big thing that you said that I think people misunderstand. In Minnesota, you leaned in, you leveraged the name of your broker, but you didn't ask them for a handout. You said, hey, let me help you build the business. You did the same thing when you entered Laguna Beach. You didn't go to this agent and say, hey, give me your leads. Let me sit you. You know what I mean? You basically said, can I use your name and I'll go out and build your business? Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. You brought value to the table. And I think so many agents that are joining teams or that are, you know, looking to their brokerages, you know, for handouts, it, it's, it's nobody gives anything away. I mean, I'm sure that top agent you joined didn't give anything away, but you just leveraged that agent and brought them business with then and also built your name. I think that's the key. You're, you take responsibility. You own whether you eat or don't eat. 100%. I mean, there was times, literally, I went from having flush pockets in Minnesota to coming out here, burning through all my savings. As a family, I had a new, you know, a new son, and it was very stressful. There was times where we were trying to determine if it was groceries or gas. And I'm like, well, I need gas to get to appointments to make the money. So it's going to be gas. But I did whatever it takes. Uh, I didn't ever ask for anything just opportunities. And if I can get opportunities, I can make things happen. And so, but it's just a patient game. Um, and so it's ensuring that you have the, the capability to stand the test of time and let things kind of play out. But you, I mean, you got to bring that any relationship, you have to bring value. Um, and it was it was a great run. Um, with that agent, we grew, I think the year I joined that agent, they had done 284 million by the, the year I left. Uh, it was somewhere around 630 million. So really expanding the business into new territories uh, ended up yielding fruit for both of us. And it was a great relationship, ran its course, and then, um, you know, had an opportunity to meet with Frederick and John Gomes and Julia and decided that it'd be a fun endeavor to try to bring the Eklund Gomes team into Orange County. So that's where we're at today. Yeah, and that's working really, really well. Um, also, the first time I met you, I'll never forget, bespoke suit, hair perfectly coiffed. You were sharp, had the right watch on. Everything was was perfect. It was model-like. And I think for the Laguna Beach, Newport Beach area especially, um, you have to dress the part. You got to look the part. Uh, talk to us a little bit about keeping sharp health and mindset and, and, and how that maybe propels you or positions you into in the marketplace. 100%. Well, I've always loved fashion. So that's from in high school, I got best dressed. So fashion's always been a part of my personal brand. I love it. Um, and I think anytime your personal brand can help open doors of opportunities to meet people, it's, it's a win-win, right? And so I just love fashion for me. But what was fascinating about Laguna Beach, it was very much a casual environment. Uh, button up, you know, Hawaiian shirts, t-shirts, you know, kind of a surf mentality. And so I'm walking around town with a window pane suit on and agents going, man, Seth, what are you doing, man? You're making us look bad. Um, and I'm all, well, this is just who I am. And what was fascinating is as going through town, I go to Zinc Cafe for coffee and, you know, just the village and people would come up to me and say, oh my, you look so sharp. You look amazing. Um, yeah. And so it just opens the door for conversations. And my fashion sense has changed a little bit, you know, coming out of a pandemic, um, you know, I now wear more t-shirts and things, but they're, it's nice quality. Um, and actually a client of mine told me uh, a few, probably two weeks ago, I was always wearing sport coats and I wore, I think it was this black t-shirt 
and jeans. And she said, Seth, I really like you in the t-shirt. You just seem more approachable. And so for me, it was, oh my gosh, like that's, you know, an eye-opening uh, uh, comment to, to hear. And so I think it just comes down to what you're comfortable in. What is you as a brand, who you are? Personal brand is everything. Um, but I am, my, my closet is every single color suit, coat. I'm very, very, um, very cognitive about my personal brand, what I wear, what I do, my gym routine, saunas, my cold plunge. It's all a part of my personal game, my personal endeavor, who I am, and it translates through my day. Well, I mean, the business is demanding. The hours are long. Uh, stress is high. I mean, how important it is, is it to focus on your health and mindset? Oh, I mean, for me, it's 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 a necessity. It's built into my schedule. I don't gym every morning. Good, well, first, good quality sleep. I mean, it's and it's hot. Like you said, this business is a grind. It's tough. There's many nights where you lay in bed and you think about, oh my gosh, that client, this client. You know, I didn't get that offer accepted. There's so many things, but I just try to put my mind at ease, hit the pillow, get some good night's sleep, get up in the morning, hit the gym. And then it's sauna and cold plunge. I recently introduced the cold plunge into the routine. I love it the way it, uh, it the, the way it takes the blood and kind of pumps it through and replenishes and re regenerates. Um, it, I feel like it makes the mind so sharp, and it sets the tone of the day off in the right way. So for me, it's it's a necessity uh, in in this crazy business that we're in. You mentioned branding as part of your personal brand. Um, Realtors are branding agents. Um, talk to us a little bit about how you brand yourself as a real estate agent. I, this is Peter. This is one of the most important things I think. Uh, so when I was in, when I was in college, I did study marketing and branding. It's always been something I've been very um, captivated by, very intrigued by. I think brands is we live in a world of just brands. I mean, every human being is a brand. We all buy brands. I treat real estate as if it's a brand because it's all about, how, I, I look at everything like it's something on a shelf and people have options and how do you get them to, to take you off the shelf? And so I think as a human being, you always have to be really thinking about your personal brand, what you represent, what do people see in terms of packaging of you on the shelf? And it's, as we all know with brands, it's not just the packaging, it's once you buy the item, the quality of the product has to also be equivalent to the quality of the packaging. So that's how I look at everything. And so for personal brand, it's the same thing. It's how do you look on the outside? How's your packaging, your hair? We just discussed this. What do you wear? How do you present yourself? Uh, are you articulate? Are you, you know, do you come off in a certain demeanor uh, to, to the inside of the product being your knowledge base, um, what you represent, what your passions are, and you lean into those. And so I tell new agents all the time, I say, look, you're entering into a, a very, very, very competitive field. If you cannot identify why somebody would work with you, you're going to die out there because it's the truth, right? Like as a, as a home seller, you have many, many options. And so you have to understand and articulate why what makes you different as a real estate agent? Like, and you have to, it has to be an elevator pitch. If you can't tell somebody in 30 seconds why you're different, 
you're going to have a very tough time out there. Like, so for me, I can, I know it's branding. I I'm a very different agent when it comes to how I treat the process. I have my roadmap to a sale. I curated this and then I treat every home as it's a brand. And I'm very, very uh, obsessed with it. And so from photography to videography, to written word, the whole process of creating a brand around a home, I'm, very, very actively involved. I'm there with the photographer guiding almost as I'm an art director to the video product. Everything is very, very finely curated when I list a home. And so for me, that's a big part of my brand, the value I bring to the table. Uh, so everyone needs to identify what makes them different. And then also just your, your passions. You know, you can't just post things on social about your new listings, your new sales. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, show people who you are because people work with people and you got to figure out how to make that connection with the consumer, mm -hmm. however that may be. So for me, it's my son and I ride dirt bikes. Um, I'm very into fashion. Uh, so I post a lot of things pertaining to my personal passions because that's a part of the brand of Seth Nelson, if that makes sense. That's so funny. I, I did this one post on fashion where I kind of described the clothes I was wearing and I had a top, top broker, right? Was that really necessary? And I, and I responded and I said, eh, probably not. And then there was like about seven or 10 comments saying, yeah, dress is important. You're like defended, you know, my position, which was really cool. So I think people do relate to that. Are there any um, brands that outside the real estate industry that inspire you? I mean, like, what are your favorite brands when you, when you, when you get excited, like, about what another company's doing or another, give us some examples of some brands you think that are really cool. Well, um, oh gosh, Peter, that's a, that's a, that's a I great on that one. That one just came out of my, I don't know where that question came from, but I was that's thinking a, this. That's a great, great question. Well, one, I, I really love as a brand, as a publication, I love architectural digest. And anytime I list, uh, so yeah, I know you said outside of real estate, but I love that. I, I subscribe to it. I still love getting the, the actual paper magazine um, because for me, it's such an inspiration. I love the quality of photography. Uh, it actually is funny because sometimes when I get down in the business and you know it's you had a difficult transaction or client, I'll literally get an architectural digest, look through it and remind myself, this is why I'm in this crazy game is because look at this incredible real estate. I'm so inspired by it. And, but just the quality of the photography, I treat every listing as if it should be architectural digest worthy. And I try to make it that. So I love that brand as a publication. Uh, and I just, I love so many fashion brands. I like, you know, Tom Ford, uh, love that. Um, mm. Just in terms of the crisp marketing, how it's done, color schemes, uh, I think it's very simplistic, minimalistic, but sophisticated. Uh, and then I love, you know, I'm, I love things like art. I mean, uh, behind me, yeah. I got, I got a bunch of Arsham pieces and cause. And uh, so I'm kind of, my life is, is built around beautiful uh, artistic things, whether it be clothing, cars, homes, art itself. I just love form and function. And, uh, and so that's kind of 
everything from the candles I buy to how they're packaged. The, you know, I like black and gray candles. Uh, that's almost more important <laughs> than the aroma <laughs> is how the candle looks on the coffee table. And uh, yeah. so there's just a certain kind of a curated look I in my that. life that I like. Three words come to my mind when I to describe you. One would be aesthetics, two would be meticulous, and third would be prepared. So that's pretty oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on social media? Um, do you think it's useful? Do you use it much? How, how What is your involvement with it? It's I mean it's everything. Um, it's social media is the is the newest and latest media form of communication. It is uh, it has to be a key component of daily life and, and brand and going back to the personal branding and branding uh it, it has to be intertwined in everything you do 2023 has been a year that i've tried to really take social media a lot more serious i've always engaged in it looked um but they say that there's two parts of it there's um there's creation and consumption right and so i try to spend more of my time creating versus consuming now because when you consume it can consume you as a person take up mm -hmm. 10 minutes turns into two hours and so uh, i try to do a lot of creation 2023 is the year i've taken it really serious our team has a social media consultant that we that we consult with on an individual level to work with our social media and he's been a great resource in terms of helping understand how to create engagement and funnels and really make it a business not just as much of a hobby uh, but in 2023, I've tried to do a lot more educating and dropping the vulnerabilities and just putting myself out there. Uh, 23 years of doing this job, I, I feel I've curated some skill sets and some ID ideologies that I think could help, uh, you know, next generations of real estate agents. And, and so I'm just putting it out there. And what's interesting is. I feel like it's almost like the Gary Vaynerchuk um, mentality where if you just give people the knowledge of wealth that you or the wealth of knowledge that you have uh, and give it out there, it'll pay dividends on the back end. Because what happens is as I'm putting the knowledge out there of, of the things that are coming to my mind and what I've learned is the consumers also seen this, even though it's geared towards real estate professionals, the consumer mm -hmm. sees this and goes, oh my gosh, this guy is he is a master of his field. He knows what he's talking about. And so it, it actually is, um, it pays dividends on the side with, in terms of building myself up as an authority in the space. And so I've just been putting myself out there, putting my thoughts out there. Uh, and in, in doing so this year, I've definitely see a, a, seen a very, very large scale up in terms of engagement. And so definitely social media, it just has to be a part of your life if you are an entrepreneur or in business especially and as agents we're all entrepreneurs and so it goes back to personal brand put it out there right. drop the vulnerability just put yourself out there it's tough uh but man when you trust the process and trust in it it is crazy and then it becomes an addiction and then mm -hmm. you see oh this is really fun it's almost like a game you want to do more and more it's hard though peter it, there's so many different so much channels work. out there there's TikTok and now there's threads and there's so many things. So I think it's important that people just kind of find the, the, the couple of platforms that suits them the best that they enjoy and lean into them a little heavier. Yeah. I think enjoy enjoyment's a big part of it. I think you, like you said, being authentic and vulnerable is a big part of it. I mean, heck your partners, Frederick and John and Julia are fabulous at it. They kind of, 
you guys kind of share some of that fashion coolness, which is, which is, I think, really symbiotic. Um, you talked about something, and I think this is the most important part of our conversation. Um, you talked about real estate becoming an experience for your clients and that you were really focused on the experience they had. In other words, rather than service being like a checklist of things to do, you want them to truly come away with a grand experience from working with you in the real estate business. Um, part of that you said was embracing the relationship, something that you've started adding to your, uh, your business. Talk to mm -hmm. us about that because we hear that a lot, like probably Apple computer. They didn't talk about the hardware. They talked about the experience. I mean, that is mm -hmm. a great example. Um, yeah. Share with us on, on, on what you think about that. Cause I, I would love to hear more about that. Yeah. You're spot on. Um, in in a long you know over two decades of doing this there's always been the the north star has kind of changed peter uh i've in in the past i have chased everything from the commissions to uh breaking records um to being the number one agent in an area to now at 23 years in this business the north star has changed and look i mean i'm not going to sit here and deny that commissions aren't great and I still want to be at the top of the game. But what I've come to realize is I really cherish, cherish chasing the experience uh, and the relationship a lot more than I have. Not that I haven't cared about the client and their best interests, but now I've really taken it to a whole different level be because a few transactions ago, I really, you know, when times were a little slower, I'm like, well, I don't have as many listings as I used to, or I'm used to having. And so I'm just going to take really, really good care of these ones I have, and I have the time to do it. And so I stopped using some, you know, assistance. I stopped having and delegating as much as I used to. And I really started just having really personal communication with the client. And from things such as every Monday for all of my sellers, I take my iPhone, I turn it on me and I give them the weekly update video talking to them just saying, hey, this is what's happened in the last week. We ran this ad. Here's the views that we've had across our platforms. Here's the feedback that we had on these showings. If you have any questions at all, you guys know to contact me at any time. I really want to say it's been a pleasure working with you guys. I love working with you guys. And uh, let's, let's keep the communication lines open. And so I'll just ad lib and just really give them a meaningful video update every Monday. And then I just text it to them. And just doing that versus a text update or an email, it's been game changing. The amount the clients come back and they're like, this is so amazing, Seth, that you take the time to do this. It's so heartfelt. We can see your eyes, we can hear your tone. And what I've realized is, oh my gosh, like the, the experience for these people is so important. It's such a very, very big asset for them. And so I'm leaning, uh, Peter, a lot more into creating this ultimate experience for people. And it's actually brought me so much more joy in the process. I just closed on a transaction where um, the, 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 the wife lost her husband to COVID. He built the home for them. So it was a very, very, very sentimental experience and transactions. We shared hugs, tears, laughter, everything. Um, it was, it was such a beautiful transaction. Uh, my dad is a sketch professional sketch artist. And 
I just had him sketch a portrait of that home that I'm going to actually be presenting to her next week. And I'm sure it's going to be a tearful experience, but uh, that's what I'm chasing now. Peter is experiences and memories. That's really interesting. I uh, never forget when I was president of Coal Banker um, in Orange County, there was an agent down there at the time um, who worked actually Emerald Bay and Crystal uh, uh, Cove, not Emerald Bay and Irvine Cove. And so I was playing, we were at a little tournament thing. I was playing golf with them and uh, he was telling me about his business. And he says, you know, Peter, he says, I'll only work with five clients at a time. I'll, I'll only take five listings at a time because I know that if I take that sixth listing, the experience level will drop for the other five. I love that. And I said, really? I go, really? I that's, go, that's, that's pretty unusual. And I'm not sure I've ever heard anybody ever say that before. You know, has there ever been any examples where you couldn't take another listing? He said, yeah, just recently. He said, um, uh, you know, a celebrity client came to me and wanted me to list their house in uh, Emerald Bay. And it was one of the biggest houses there. And I had to tell him he had to wait. What? That's that's self-awareness. That is self-awareness. Yeah, I know it. And, wow. I, and that reminds me of kind of like what you're creating. You know, you're creating that. You know what? Mm. It's more important to me that the client have this ultimate experience than anything else, because that's what's going to sustain my business and give me the reputation I'm looking for. You also yeah, talked about, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just say reputation, but also just personal fulfillment. That's just yeah. where I'm at in my career is I want to be fulfilled. Um, I built a new philosophy this year and that is uh, I work with who I want to work with and, and, and when I want to work and, and what projects I want to work on. That's I'm not, I'm unwavering in what I want to do and with who I want to do it with. That's beautiful. So talk to us about the law of reciprocity. You, you mentioned that too, as part of the relationship with your clients and things. Yeah, that's something I developed. Uh, I learned it actually from, I learned it from a mentor of mine many, many, many years ago, and I've really leaned into it and developed it more. It, what I refer to as the law of reciprocity is, you know, in a world where there's so many different relationships and different pillars and fields that people are in. And I think about people from mortgage brokers to financial advisors to dentists, you know, there's all these different trades that each individual person, each one of us engage with on a daily basis. And for me, I'm a connector. I like to connect. I like to refer people to the people that I believe in, in terms of their service and products. And so I am not shy about connecting, um, but I also make it very prevalent to the recipients of the people that I push a lot of business to that I also expect the same in return. And that's just what I call the law of reciprocity is, hey, if I'm going to help you build your business and I'm going to really devote my time and energy to push people and products to you, I would certainly love if you consider me and have me at the back of your mind as you navigate your business as well. And I don't mm -hmm. expect it, Peter, every time I get there's options out there. But when I continue to deliver and deliver and deliver, and I can't get one thing in return, I think it's time to then reanalyze that relationship and maybe move on if need be. Not that it's anything against that person, but we're in the people business and we rely on people to help feed our business as much as they rely on us to feed theirs. And mm -hmm. an example of this is when I was early in my career, uh, I had a dentist I went to and I referred a lot of people to this dentist a lot. And I'd sit in this chair and we'd talk about real estate. He knew I was in real estate and he never once referred anyone to me. And a few years into it, a client came to me to help them find a home. I, I sold them a home, her a home. 
and she was a dentist. Well, guess who got my business? Mm-hmm. Her, because she bought a home through me. And I thought, you know what, if she's going to use me, I'm going to use her. And so that's when I really developed this law of reciprocity and learning to use people that use you. You know, and I, I, I would say that if any relationship is one-sided or one way, there's no respect. I would almost call this the law of respect. There you go. As honestly, it's like it's like quid pro quo. You know, if I'm going to give you something, you give something back to me. If I'm just giving, 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 it doesn't feel good. You, you so, got it. it yeah. You, right. Yeah. That you should. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should re, re, rename this the law of relationships. Correct. Correct. That's how it's all. All relationships are in this world, from marriages to friendships, too. Right. It has to. It has to be mutual. It has to be mutual yeah. respect. Um, all right. Well, we're at the end of the call. What's next for Seth? You know, next for me is I just want to really, you know, we have a, a beautiful team, uh, Eklund Gomes. We're spread between very dynamic markets, New York, Miami, LA, OC, Austin, Vegas. And I just, you know, people have asked me, Peter, Seth, you, you're a great agent. You could just go off on your own and do something. Why, you know, why Eklund Gomes? And for me, it's, I, I love relationship. I love relationships. And what I've realized in my career is relationships have opened up doors of opportunity. And so I just want to have a great fun ride. I I love Frederick and John and Julia and all my colleagues across the country. We just have a really, really good time. Uh, I'm heading to New York in September. Eklund Gomes is launching a a new, very exciting endeavor um, that will be announced. And so I'm going to go support them. Uh, But for me, it's leaning into the things I love about this business. Uh, again, go, being unwavering in what I want to do with who I want to do it with, uh, identifying the things that drive me, my passions. Um, I also uh, started a natural sunscreen line, a side project, a side passion of mine. It's based on a mission. Uh, I had melanoma when I was 27. So uh, sun protection is a very, very important part of my life. I think that industry is due for disruption. My family created an iteration. So um, having fun with that side endeavor of, of our sunscreen company as well. So just having fun out there, my man. That's the name of the game. Well, thank you, Seth, so much for uh, joining me on The Core Truth. It's really, really a privilege to have you. And I'm so happy that I can work with you. My friend, it's been a blessing. Thank you so much. Yeah. So that's The Core Truth, everybody. We'll see you next week with another Core Truth adventure.